Hey y'all and welcome to Talk Your Shit, a podcast for the multifaceted, unconventional black woman, a space where we'll be diving into our raw and authentic emotions about navigating this thing we call life. My name is Kendall Dominique and I am your host. Hey, hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Talk Your Shit. Whew, this month has been interesting. Um, at the beginning of this month, I really had so much planned, so many things planned. I was going to do this. I was going to do that. I was going to do this, this, and that. And Spirit says, sit your ass down, sit your ass down. And I did exactly that. Um, I did some things and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not having this like urgency to be overproductive. Um, because somebody sent me or I posted the other day, like, you are not going to get like the hardworking woman award of the year or something like that. And I was like, damn, I had to really sit with that because I am somebody who puts so many things on their plate and I will put myself last. And really the focus of this month has been like, what does it look like to nurture myself and allow other people to nurture me? Um, and I've spent this month just kind of relaxing and chilling and being okay with it and not feeling like I need to over pack my plate with things to do because I've been like equating the amount of stuff on my plate to do with like my own like worthiness or my own yeah worth like oh I'm not doing all these things so what am I doing and I don't know if that's an entrepreneur thing or also it's a black woman thing so being a black woman entrepreneur like ooh, honey child we need a break too we can't always be doing a million things and not take moments to tend to ourselves and so that has really been the focus for me this year this year this month is really re-examining my relationship with care, with ease and tenderness, and what it looks like for other people to offer me that ease and tenderness. Because I'm always like, no, I don't need no help. No, I don't need this. No, I don't need that. And lately I have been allowing folks to help me and sitting in what that feels like um because it's uncomfortable I'm realizing it's very uncomfortable for me to allow other people to do things for me or to support me um in whatever way that looks like um yeah it's a lot of discomfort and I feel like you know that comes too from like me growing up and what what it looked like for the women in my family to get support my grandmother was the matriarch of the family so she was constantly doing things for other people she was constantly she was of course the cook so she was cooking for everybody she was taking care of everybody's kids picking up everybody's kids from school she was anytime anybody needed anything like emotional support, financial support, like my grandmother was the person doing it. And like my whole life, the example of women in my family were constantly the caretakers. They were constantly the nurturers. And I've 
very rarely saw anybody nurture or care for them. It was like, you know, like I said, they were, they were the pillars. They were the things that the glue that kept our family together. And, you know, I, I, I never saw them take moments for themselves very rarely. Um, occasionally my grandma would go on a vacation with her friends, but majority of the time she was doing things for the family and making sure the family was taken care of and good and something that like plays in my mind a lot often is that, you know, my grandma passed away from cancer probably um, in 2014. And as she was like, you know, getting sick and coming to, um, the close of her life, I asked her like, are you afraid? Like, are you scared? And she looked me dead in my face and was like, I'm only afraid if you're afraid. And in that moment, like that broke my heart. Like, yes, the fact that she was passing away broke my heart. But the fact that even in her most vulnerable moment, that she was not able to be vulnerable about what was coming up for her, that she was more focused on my feelings and my emotions about what was happening and less about what was happening and coming up for her in these last moments of her life. Um, and I share that story a lot um, because I wrote a um, a blog about the strong Black woman archetype and, you know, how we were raised to tend to and be nurturers to other people and when it's time for other people to nurture us that there's so much discomfort there's so much fear in it and I'm realizing you know in this month like how it took me a long time to allow other people and still to this day I, I still have a lot of discomfort when other people are like let me do that for you let let me do this because I'm just like one from past trauma I'm like what do you want <laughs> what do you want for me and two of like the like vulnerability and thinking like oh if I allow you to do this like I'm incapable of doing it myself but it's like no you're more than capable of doing it yourself but why do you have to and that's something that I have been asking myself every time I get ready to say no I'm I tell myself like why do you feel like you need to do this by yourself or do it at all like if somebody is offering to do something for you, why are you not relinquishing it? What do you feel like that says about you when you're saying, no, actually, you're right. I'll let you do this for me. Um, and so thinking about the vulnerability that comes with allowing others to nurture you, right? Um, like the vulnerability of being like, actually, yes, I do want support, right? It's not that you're not capable, but, you know, some support would be nice right now because I'm feeling overwhelmed or support would be nice right now because I'm feeling exhausted. And so being able to like ask for those things and also the fear, right? In the past, if you've had experiences or you've asked for things and people try to take advantage of you or ask for things and people were just rude about saying no or they didn't have the capacity and so then you've like made this like story in your head that nobody wants to help me, right? Because of that one time somebody was like, oh, actually I can't. Or somebody you do things for constantly and then they didn't want to do it back for you, right? So there are a lot of different things that 
kind of show up for us when we are allowing other people to nurture us or just this fear. Um, yeah, especially as black women, right? Like we, um, we're constantly, you know, fed this narrative of strength and resilience. And it's like, those are not the only things that we hold, right? That we deserve ease and tenderness as we are navigating all of these things that we deserve people to do nice things for us, that we deserve to kind of chill and relax and baby, be a little, <laughs> uh, I've been saying a little delusional, but you have, you seen if y'all, um, if y'all be on the interwebs or TikToks, whatever, um, but there's this video of this woman and she's with her boyfriend and they're walking and, you know, she's not paying no attention and in her head it's playing, making my way downtown, I'll get that. And I was just falling out and it's like, that's the energy that we need to embody. But that also comes with a lot of trust and vulnerability that the person that we are relinquishing ourselves to has the capacity to hold us in that way, Right. Because I've been seeing all these like, oh, black women are black women are masculine because of this, but it's like, no, it requires a partner that will be able to hold us in all of our emotions. Like nobody's going to be vulnerable and relinquish themselves to being nurtured if they can't trust that you're gonna show up in a way that is grounded, right? That is understanding, that is listening without judgment right? Because there's so much fear about like, if somebody takes advantage or if somebody is like judging you for being in this space. And it's like, no, there's a wall that we build, especially for me, right? Um, Growing up, just seeing my mom constantly do things for other people and them not do them for her. Like my mother is the sweetest, kindest, most loving person. And she will take the clothes off her back and give it to people. But people will not do the same, right? Like, and and it breaks my heart to see that. It breaks my heart to see, like, the women in my family, specifically my grandmother and my mother, break their backs for friends, for family. And people are not able to reciprocate that, right? And as I've gotten older... I've been trying to find the balance of like being able to be a nurturer, but also be nurtured that it is not my responsibility to always tend to the needs of others and make myself not feel guilty for it. Because a lot of times I feel guilty for not tending to and nurturing other people because that's what it, what I hold in my spirit. That's just who I am. And also how I was raised because my family, you know, my mom, and my grandmother are so loving and nurturing when it comes to like helping and supporting others that that was naturally something that I was also taught and so now as I've gotten older I'm unlearning a lot of things specifically around boundaries right um setting boundaries with people and letting people know what I do and do not have the capacity for and I feel like that is a big part of me learning to nurture myself and allowing others to nurture me is that communication part right of being like hey actually like I'm feeling really overwhelmed in this moment do you mind helping me with this or could you support me with this or could you check on me could you do these things and I've been getting more comfortable reaching out to my friends um and my loved ones 
to ask for support. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't always feel comfortable or you don't want to feel like a burden, but it's like people are going to let you know what they do can and cannot do. And the people that love you will find ways to hold space for you, right? Even if it's like, hey, I can't, you know, have a call right now, right? But like in a couple of days we could check in, right? Or these things. Um, so yeah, I've been really leaning into that this month of just relaxing my shoulders, resting my mind and not overthinking things and allowing other people to do nice things for me. Um, and also asking for it too. Like when I need something, you know, that's a part of allowing other people to nurture. You need to communicate if you need that. People can't read your mind, girl. People cannot read your mind. And I'm learning that because I'm like, they see I'm not feeling good. Why did they, girl? Because first of all, my composure is good. I'd be like, I'm fine. I'm fine inside crumbling. Crumbling. Honey, falling apart. <laughs> and I know a lot of us do that. I know a lot of us do that, that we will be acting like we're okay. The outside's all glittery and gold. Nails done, hair done, everything. Okay. I'm acting like a 90s kid but for real like we'll be acting all put together and in reality like you're crumbling in the inside because you're trying to hold so much by yourself and that's not good that's not good and it as you are learning to allow other people to nurture you that will also come with communicating and being comfortable sitting in your vulnerability of like I need somebody right now and that's okay it's okay to need somebody, right? It's okay. It's okay to, you know, have moments when you're like, I can't do this by myself because we're not meant to. That's what community is for. And, you know, over time we've moved in very, especially as people of color, we are communal people, okay? We've been adopting all these, mm, mm, Eurocentric ways of life and that is not who we are as people of color we are meant to be in community to be holding each other to allow other people to nurture us and this whole singular living and singular this and I you know did this by myself you did not do this by yourself Not saying that, you know, because some of us do not have the family support, but you did not do this by yourself. Community supports you, whether that's a mentor, somebody that gave you the spark of encouragement, whether they are a permanent fixture or a temporary fixture, that is support. That is community. And this idea of that, oh, we're doing this. We pulling ourselves up. We by ourselves. Like I'm, I'm self-made. You ain't self-made. You made on the back of your ancestors, whether they showed up in the best way or in the worst way. They are the reason we are here today right? And so really thinking and sitting with that as we are, or as you are, as we are stepping into this era of like learning to allow other people to nurture. Now, now that comes with boundaries. Now don't be letting everybody, everybody, you know, practice discernment because discernment is also an important piece of allowing other people to nurture you is to know and to feel and to trust your gut when it comes to who you will trust with, al you know, allowing in that space or trust to allow in that space of vulnerability when you're needing support because not everybody <sighs> is meant to hold you, right? Um, 
so yeah just really taking a moment to really think about what that looks like and what that feels like for you right that we're in the moments of when you've asked for support and when you've you know yeah when you've asked for support when somebody's just given you support what did that feel like in the moment and like how can you continue to like hold that right and hold the positive memories of what nurturing looks like and also a lot of us are learning like reparenting ourselves when it came to nurturing especially if you didn't have nurturing parents right if your parents weren't nurturing or your parents didn't know how to nurture themselves or had partners that nurtured them like we are having to learn and move through all the discomfort and our identities around allowing people to help us because that can cause an existential crisis too when you're like i don't need nobody you know i talk about the strong black woman archetype is like we've been taught to be resilient we have been taught that we can do it all by ourselves but we can't and i don't want to it's not even that we can't because i know i can i know i can do everything by myself but i will be tired i'll be i'll be exhausted i will be angry And I don't want that for me. I don't want that energy in my life. So yes, I can, but no, I don't want to, right? And I have been stepping into that as I've moved forward is not feeling uncomfortable with saying like, I would love somebody else to support and help take care of me. Like, (laughs) that's not a bad thing. Yes, I know I could do it all by myself, but it would be nice. And I do, like my friends love me to the end of the world and back. And I love them to the end of the world and back. And I know that if I needed something, they would support me. If they needed something, they know they can call me up and be like, hey, sis, like, can you help me with this? Um, And it doesn't always have to be an intimate partner. Like, yes, if your intimate partner is also somebody that tends to you in that way, that's amazing and that is beautiful. And if you don't have those people in the moment, your best friends, your good friends, your sis, your family, like all them peoples, them are also people that can nurture you. Like I know that sometimes our chosen family are not always the ones that nurture us or not our chosen family, our given family is not always the ones that nurture us, but our chosen families are. And so lean into your chosen family if that's who nurtures you. Lean into your friends if those are the people that nurture you, that, you know, we have to stop saying that we don't have anybody, right? It might be unexpected or not the people that we want in our life or like, For instance, I think at a certain point in my life, I'm like, I was craving love so much. Like, you know, when I was younger, I'm like, I want somebody to love me that I discounted all the people that did love me. Like all my best friends, all of like my community that love and held me because I was so fixated on like having this intimate partner that loved me that I discounted all the people in my life that hold and rock with me, right? And so like, as you are stepping into this era of like allowing other people to nurture and nourish you, that what does that look like? Who do you want that to come from? That it's okay that it comes from your friends and it comes from these, or shoot, strangers, right? Like sometimes like I've been places and strangers do nice things for me or offer me kind words. And that is also a part of like nurturing energy and nourishing energy as well. And so we're having to release these narratives like in this era of like nurturing and nourishing yourself, you're having to release a lot of narratives that you've learned and that you've told yourself around what it looks like to be nurtured. 
It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be like a lot of vulnerability showing up. Shit, a lot of crying. <laughs> like I had, um, whew, I had a very like personal conversation with somebody um, that I was talking to and they asked me like, are you used to like being the caretaker in your relationships? And I was like, I got so defensive. It's like, no, I'm not. I don't be out here dating bums and da 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 da. And it was like, no, it's not asking about dating bums. But, and I had to stop and think about it. And I started crying. I started crying because I am always the nurturer in my relationships, right? In my intimate relationships, I am always the nurturer. I am always the loving one. And that's just my natural nature. But then that allows the partner, they take advantage of it and take the back seat because they're like, oh, you know, you're doing all the nurturing, you're doing all the things. But it's like, sometimes I need to be held, right? Sometimes I need to be held in that moment and it's like for all of the nurturers out there, it's like, yes, it's a beautiful thing that you're able to nurture others, but it's also a beautiful thing to allow yourself to be nurtured. And what does that look like? Because our defense mechanism is to constantly nurture others because we're showing up in the ways that we want people to show up for us. And we're not asking for it because we're afraid of being disappointed. And that's something to think about is like, as you like, one, overly nurturing people, <laughs> whatever you know, person you are nurturing is like thinking about like, how do they reciprocate that? And also, how do you ask for that? How do you ask for those things? Um, because a lot of times we are afraid, like it, we're, we're offering the things that we would love to be held in. And there's also fear around you know, what if I ask for it and they don't give it back? Or if they can't give it back, what does that say? Right? It says you need to let the ass go or have a conversation about what you need, what your needs are. Um, and that's another part of like nurturing. It's like asking for what you need from your friends, from your loved ones. It's so important to like ask for what you need. Whew, I said a lot. I said a lot, but a lot of processing and a lot of what I've been sitting in this month because as I'm moving into 2024, like, I want to take the back seat. Like, I want to take the back seat when it comes to <sighs> being a part of the care committee, okay? I don't want to be a part of the care committee anymore. <laughs> Not that I don't want to be a part of the care committee anymore, but I want to welcome in and I'm manifesting more care, love, and nurturing for myself. And I also ask for that for you. Like, you know, let's, let's sprinkle a little prayer on it, okay? Let's sprinkle a little blessing on it, right? As my sister said earlier, can we sprinkle a little blessing on it? Yes, we can sprinkle a little blessing on it. And I'm asking that, you know, anybody who's listening to that, that more loving, nurturing, ease, and tenderness, you know, flows into your life naturally, right? That not only does it flow into your life naturally, but that you are able to receive it with ease, that you're able to receive that love and nurturing, slow moving care and tenderness that you deserve. Like, 
and that you receive it with open arms, that you receive it with trust that the people that are offering it to you are going to hold you and be there for you. And also that (laughs) spirit sweetens your tongue to allow you to ask others for what you need, baby. Ask, honey, ask. Ask for what you need, okay? And that's what we sprinkling. We sprinkling all them blessings on you, all them prayers on you. And know that your ancestors and spirit hold you in the most beautiful ways. And also that you're deserving. That you're deserving of all that nurturing, ease, tenderness, and love that is about to be blessed upon you. (sighs) That's it. On that note, we're going to end. But we're going to end with a journaling prompt, okay? So the journaling prompt, maybe it's going to be two journaling prompts. The first one is... What keeps me from allowing other people to nurture me? And when I get comfortable to ask for that nurturing energy, what nurturing energy do I want to receive? Thank you for joining Talk Your Shit. And I hope you have a wonderful and beautiful, blessed day whenever you're listening to this. Sending you love, sending you blessings, and... Bye.